And to listen and to be a participant in our program, Monday through Friday from noon to 2, we appreciate you being here, Focus with Paul W. Uh, and you can, of course, stream us live at any time, wjr.com, Alexa, Google Homes, all the usual suspects. You can download the WJR app, which is just a good idea, period. And then uh, go to thegreatvoice.com for podcasts of our interviews each day, including the whole show. You can listen to the whole show in about an hour, frankly. They cut out a lot of stuff, and it's just the the meat and potatoes of the show at uh, thegreatvoice.com. And I hope you'll uh, join us uh, on that if you can't be here noon to 2, and I understand that too. Uh, Dave Rieger, our producer, Daniel Mason, pressing all the buttons. Rich Luzinski with our WJR traffic and weather first, and we appreciate that, especially with the snowy conditions and the snowstorm activity and uh, everything that is coming our way over the next uh, couple of days. But here's a couple of things uh, coming our way uh, that I want you to know about. Uh, First of all, uh, JR Sunday. Now, that's a clever name because it's a show on WJR that runs on Sunday. JR Sunday with Mark Hollis throwing the title makers a curveball because JR Sunday with Mark Hollis will be on tomorrow. Now, don't get confused. Tomorrow is Saturday, but it's JR Sunday on Saturday with Mark Hollis from 4 to 6 p.m. I made that clear, David, didn't I? That was pretty clear. Yeah. You did a great job. Thank you. I thought you explained it. I thought you explained it better than I could have. Well, thank you very much. That's saying a lot. And it's all about <laughs> Boyne Mountain. <laughs> Boyne Mountain is celebrating 75 years. They're unveiling new lifts, snowmaking, and attractions for this uh, winter season. Steeped in history and innovation, Boyne Mountain is marking this winter's 75th anniversary with a show-stopping array of upgrades, attractions, and experiences building on its legacy as the premier winter destination of the Midwest. And they've got two new lifts, and they've got oh, they got a lot of cool stuff going on. Mark Hollis is just the beginning of this 75th anniversary celebration that will take place all year. And I hope that you'll tune in tomorrow from 4 to 6 and uh, also make your way up to Boyne, where they will have snow no matter what. And they're not going to have to work too hard on that, I don't think, the next few days. Meanwhile... Uh, You've been up there a few times, Dave Rieger, behind the scenes, uh, helping people do shows and such. Have you been on the uh, the Skybridge? I was at one time scheduled to do a broadcast from the Skybridge that I have not done, and uh, I just hear great things about it. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I have not been on it. Uh, Chris Renwick has. He tells me that it is really cool. The only time I've ever gone to Boyne has been in the summer to play golf. Ah. I've never been to Boyne in the winter. I see. So, yeah, I've only gone. I mean, you're not I've alone. Only, I've you're only gone alone. up to, like, I usually really only go up north for golf. Treetops, I love yeah. uh, Shanty Creek, Boyne, um, you know, all the great golf that we have up in Michigan up there. Lots so, of it. And, yes. uh, and the great resorts we have that, yeah. like you mentioned, Treetops. I mean, it's and great. I mentioned Boyne. And, and think of the fact that. They have tremendous uh, numbers of activities in the warm months and in the cold months. Yeah, Grand they Tra- have to, Grand to make it... resort. Their three golf courses are great. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we, we're very lucky, that's for sure. 
And while some of us are not uh, hoping and praying and rooting for snow, there are those who are. And uh, and we understand that people make a business, make a living, and we want them to, to make a good living. That's for sure. Especially uh, if you're going to go shopping and buy eggs these days, you need to make a good living because they're getting more expensive again at grocery stores because of the bird flu has once again struck the industry. Apparently, the avian flu outbreak won't be as bad as it was in 2022, if you remember that. That was a tough one. That was a bad one. They, millions of birds had to go. Um, the winter storm, parts of the central and eastern U.S. bracing for another powerful storm. We are not dodging the bullet on this one. I don't know how bad it's going to be. What do you think? What do you say? I hope it's not horrible since I will be driving in it. Uh, but, um, yeah, I usually it's not as bad as they say, but we'll see. Well, I mean, here's hoping. That's yeah, right. Here's hoping that uh, it's not as bad as as uh, they're predicting. Middle Eastern-wise, uh, U.S. and U.K. militaries launching joint strikes against a multiple... I like to call him Hootie because our theme is Hootie and the Blowfish, Carla with a K. But I think it's better to call it Houthi. But whatever, they're they're making themselves significant when they should be just an insignificant group of idiots uh, because we haven't done anything. Uh, we finally started to strike back, but I, we still apparently, while they struck us, I don't know what it was, 130 attacks since mid-October, We've taken out the uh, slingshots and shot back at them, basically with slingshots, and not showing them what we can do and could do and should do to keep them from doing all of the attacks that they've been doing, uh, underwritten by Iran. Don't even, don't even get me started. Okay, thank you for not getting me started. Um, looking ahead, no, I don't want to talk about Hunter Biden. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I do want to thank the guys uh, for yesterday when I was supposed to be flying. Uh, thanks uh, for co-hosting the very special show at the uh, Detroit event at the Soundboard. Uh, that included, of course, Mark Hackle, Macomb County Executive, Oakland County Executive Dave Coulter, and Wayne County Executive Warren Evans. Um, these guys are good. Uh, they're very good at what they do, but they're really good on the radio, too, and I, I want to thank them again uh, for filling in and doing such a great job. So thank you for that. The other thing coming up, of course, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I usually take that off. I've taken it off for years. I did it because, you know, there were some people that I worked with at a time that didn't believe there should be a Martin Luther King Day, and so therefore they always worked. So then, therefore, I always took the day off because uh, out of respect for the people who do uh, support and believe there should be a Martin Luther King Jr. Day. But be that as it may, this year I'm taking the uh, Congressman John Lewis approach uh, to not make it a day off, but a day on. It's going to be not a, it's going to be a day on for me on Monday to show my respect and support for the memory of Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. So not a day off. That's why I'm there. It's not out of disrespect. It's out of respect for him. I'm so happy to see the female athletes stepping up and saying, okay, this is enough. Protesting that they have to get naked or put coats on and things covering them up when they have to get dressed 
and get their swimsuits on or anything else. Then they got to watch a guy with a huge, uh, a guy who still has all of his male parts uh, get dressed and undressed in front of them. And uh, the idea of the NCAA allowing biological men to compete against them, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. And this has got nothing to do with being for or against trans or or anything it's got it's only it's got everything to do with common sense and it makes no common sense for naked men and naked women to be in the locker room unless they choose to do that and from what i could see with all the female athletes speaking on news today they choose not to be but they don't have that right because the ncaa believes it's far more important to be inclusive even if it means excluding, being excluding and exclusive. I don't want to use exclusive, makes it sound too good. To the women athletes. I mean, we've come a long way from Title IX, haven't we? It, it was a U-turn into oblivion. Anyway, i got to ask you both uh, a question here. And if Rich Luzinski, I know he's busy, but Dave, Danielle, Rich, have any of you heard of or gone to the Sea Life Michigan Aquarium. No. Really? I don't even know if I've ever heard of it. It's at on, Great Lakes Crossing Mall. There it is. Uh, yeah. On Baldwin Road in Auburn Hills. That's right there at Great Lakes Crossing. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, the marketing manager, smart man that he is, Eric Schriefel, uh, marketing manager of Sea Life Michigan Aquarium, sent me a note. Uh, beautifully tied in with, uh, let's see, the Sea Life Michigan Aquarium celebrated U of M's big win in the national championship game last night by setting up a goalpost in its 120,000-gallon tropical ocean exhibit and diving with a Wolverine jersey in. But then the diver wasn't the only one celebrating because Carr, I don't think named after Lloyd Carr, but you never know, Carr, one of the aquarium's green sea turtles, came over gave what looked like a, a fist bump to the U of M fan underwater. Whoa! <laughs> it's, it's clever marketing. Good for you, Eric Schriefel. Uh, over there, at the he's the marketing manager at Sea Life Michigan Aquarium, Baldwin Road, Armored Hills. I can't believe I haven't seen it. I didn't, didn't know a thing about it. I did not know. I'll go with you, Paul. Will you do that? Yes! All right, we'll, we'll make a plan of it. Yeah. We will make a plan of it. Uh... Uh, oh, you know, uh, we are going to be on another uh, cruise coming up, and it's been pointed out by our listeners that there happens to be a big game uh, that they don't want to miss. And now I'm told by Region 7 Seas that the ships will show the game live. Our ship will host a main viewing in the Constellation Theater as well as Run the game on an in-suite TV channel. Restaurants will feature football-themed ice sculptures, decorations, serve football-inspired food and beverages, including burgers, sliders, buffalo, chicken bites, pizza wedges, loaded potato skins, large pretzels, and more. That's all for this next cruise coming up in February on Regent Seven Seas, which is a great uh, cruise line. Another great cruise line uh, that makes me think of is, uh, is the uh, Seabourn Cruise Line, the Seabourn Quest, an unbelievable ship that we will be taking in August, August 17th through the 31st, Canada and New England. Montreal, a few days there, including uh, the uh, at Fairmont, uh, 
Uh, Queen Elizabeth in Montreal is a legendary hotel. We're going to go to Quebec City, Charlotte, Prince Edward Island, uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, Boston, Newport, Rhode Island, uh, New York City, then fly home. It's just a, a short trip to Montreal by plane. All of this is included, and the reason I'm bringing this up now is I talked to Charlie Crawl from Cruise and Tour, 800-383-3131, and they just were given two more uh, cabins, two more rooms. All of them are suites. Two more rooms for this trip, August 17th through the 31st, uh, Paul W. and Kim's Dream Vacation, Canada and New England. So please join us. We've got a very nice uh, group of like-minded WJR listeners. And now two cabins have uh, been given to us, two more. And you can go with us, which I didn't expect to happen, but it is. Give Cruise and Tour a call, 800-383-3131. I would do that right now while you're thinking of it. At least get the information, make your decision. 800-383-3131. I can tell you this. It's going to be a fabulous vacation experience for you, like all of them are, and we're thrilled to be able to do it. Right here through the WJR Travel Club as we continue at 760 WJR. I, I Sorry for the delay. I'm, I'm looking up the, uh, the uh, A-10 um, Thunderbolt uh, 2. I, I think we have always known it as the A-10 Warthog, which was, uh, was out uh, at Selfridge for a very long time. I lost track of the Warthog. I just, the reason I bring it up is I saw it in the news, again, uh, being called still the most reliable tank buster that there is. Well, anyway, and that ties in with my next guest who did a fine job co-hosting yesterday and taking the lead along with Oakland County Executive Dave Coulter, Wayne County Executive Warren Evans was Macomb County Executive Mark Hackle. Mark, good afternoon. Thanks again for helping out yesterday. Oh, good afternoon. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to have a little fun with it. So obviously uh, it took three of us to replace you there. And I still think <laughs> well, we fell just a little bit short, but, you know, we did our best. All right? I, I heard the mayor <laughs> say that, and I laughed out loud. Yeah. I was supposed to be flying, but then with the storm and other stuff, I wasn't able to get out. But that's another story. Uh, the Air Force has selected uh, our base for the future squadron of KC-46A refueling aircraft and I know that you wanted to talk about that yesterday. You were just too busy with everything going on. So let's talk about it today. We're excited. Anytime we can get new attention from the Air Force in this case, uh, this is all good news. I'm so glad you said that. You said our base, and that's exactly what it is. That's Michigan's Air National Guard base, Selfridges. You know, we keep looking at it as a Macomb County asset. It is not only Macomb's, it's the region's, it's the state's asset. It's our hometown air base, and uh, I'm just glad. You know, Gary Peters and our senators and our congressional delegation continue to fight for the missions out there at Selfridge. This was one mission that they needed to focus on, and that was obviously the, the strato tanker. You know, the 135s are going to be going away, uh, and they were able to secure the 46 as a replacement. So that's one step in the process, and, uh, you know, I, I couldn't be more thankful to hear that news. It uh, continues to show that Selfridge is an important asset to our nation's defense, and so we're not really worried about losing that asset but the next phase is continuing to fight for the fighters when those A-10s um, are going to be uh, you know, taken off out of service. So you know, we're, we're continuing to work with our, our, our legislative uh, representatives at the federal level, and I know even uh, the governor's uh, supported that with her team, too. So we got everybody, all hands are on deck to try to figure out how do we 
continue to fight for fighters as the next phase of this. Well, the call came in, I, I mean, literally yesterday. You guys were waiting to hear, and let uh, we had the Air Force Secretary, Frank Kendall, uh, say this is going to happen. The, uh, the new KC-46A contingent will be a full squadron of 12. Um, as Gary Peters has pointed out, I think he was out earlier uh, talking about that. And uh, it is a big deal because there were like at least 10 states competing aggressively for this uh, situation that we get now at our selfridge. Yeah, we're obviously knowing that now the rest of them are still trying to fight over whether they're going to get uh, one or, you know, two of those squadrons coming their way. So, you know, this is one of those situations where when we fought for the fighters, you know, we were kind of always second, third place in the end. Uh, this time we were the first ones out uh, getting that guarantee uh, from the, the Secretary uh, Kendall. And so we're grateful for that. We know these other states or locations are probably, you know, uh, sitting on the edge of their seat wondering what's going to happen to them. But this is definitely something to celebrate. Uh, and in the meantime, you know, we're going to continue to try to figure out how do we prepare for that if and when that day comes, but also, uh, you know, mindful of where we need to go as far as those uh, those A-10s and the replacement. So Gary Peters said in a story that I read, maybe he said it on the air here earlier too, but he said in a story that uh, he says, quote, I know one particular state that will go unnamed that is very upset that Michigan is getting the KC-46 and then nine other states are left behind, as you just said, trying to get a little bit of the action. What state is especially upset with us? Uh, I, I don't know. It could be all 49. For, I'm, I'm blunt for all I care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just thought I'm that was glad. okay. <laughs> nobody, nobody seemed to care when we were out of the mix to the, uh, you know, thirty-five. It's like, you know, <laughs> right now, now we finally won one, and we're we're just happy about it. It's kind of kind of like Michigan, you know, winning the uh, obviously the national championship. Happy for them. Those other states, well, maybe next time. So <laughs> we're, we're glad. So bring yeah, it, bring I, I mean, I just thought that was an odd thing for him to say. So I just, I, it, it got my curiosity <laughs> up, and I figured you wouldn't hold back because you always are straightforward with us and uh, and speak the truth as you know it. Quickly, um, what happened? Uh, though, if if I just saw in this news story within the last two days, I swear somebody was singing the praises of the warthog. Are they taking it out of service? What's I, I forgot what was happening. I knew yeah. we were yeah. losing them, but I yeah. didn't remember. Yeah, and that's a concern. Uh, right now, obviously, uh, they're they're going to be taking them out of service, the A-10s, and that's why they're replacing them. You know, and so with that, uh, you know, we got to be mindful that uh, here at Selfridge, I believe the target date is 2027. And so, you know, with that being uh, fast coming upon us, you know, we need to continue to have those conversations as to what we're going to be doing to replace the A-10s with the fighting machine. That's why I said there's two phases. You know, the KC, uh, the strato tankers were important get the replacement we see that coming and not only in fact we're seeing an increase you know we had eight now we're getting uh, we're getting 12 which is great to see uh that's an increase about 50 percent so now the question becomes you know what is the replacement for a10s the fighters um you know you can pretty much rest assured i know gary and the rest of our congressional delegation are going to be hot after that is the uh, the next phase of this you know making sure selfridge is an important player in our nation's defense well i congratulate you all because uh, we we didn't win some over the last few years that we were really trying for and you start to get very nervous uh, but this is a big win and a big vote of confidence for the great state of Michigan. Mark Hackle, Macomb County Executive, congratulations again. Thanks again. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate you. And again, thanks for uh, working hard yesterday and doing a nice job with <laughs> the guys. <laughs> Dave Coulter, Warren Evans. Good job, guys. All right. See you later, Mark. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we're going to talk with Lomas Brown at the end of the uh, program. And uh, Mike Tarico was on the uh, the Today Show this morning, talking about coming back home for this game and how big it is. We'll play you the little 
just a snippet of the cut when we get to Lomas around here before the end of the show. Uh, if we've been in touch with Mike Tarico uh, today, yesterday, and and uh, he it's just a busy, busy time for him. He's got two games. He's got a game Saturday and a game Sunday. Our game Sunday, the one that matters the most, and the one that uh, he's very excited to come back to uh, do. He is the goat. He is the greatest of all time, and the reason he's so good is he works so hard to prepare for these games. So that's a good thing. Speaking of the game, there are always these little sidebar stories, but especially when you're talking about someone like Matthew Stafford coming back home and all the questions on how the crowd will react, what's going to happen, all of that. And there's even a story uh, about Kelly Stafford among the fans at Ford Field this Sunday in the playoff game between the Lions and the Rams. Kelly Stafford, wife, of course, of former Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford, is now uh, he's now the quarterback for the Rams. You know the whole story. Anyway, uh, WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne takes a look at how Kelly is preparing for the big game, I guess. Marie, good afternoon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she has to prepare for this big game and get the family uh, prepared as well. And I have to tell you, the latest Instagram post from Kelly Stafford shows two of her little girls overlooking what appears to be an evening Los Angeles skyline in the caption, quote, how many more sleeps until we go back to the snow? So those little girls might get their wish. <laughs> they might get their wish this weekend for sure. Now, you know what, I, this I, week- I, here's what I, I got to ask you a question, though, after looking at your notes and what you're saying i just want to get this cleared up i thought that all of the teammates especially someone like matthew stafford would be given tickets for their families but it i started getting the impression with reading what you sent me that kelly was worried she wouldn't have tickets to go to the game well i think it's the i think she was looking for a box to be and she said look i'm not trying to be all you know hoity-toity here but with four little girls going to this kind of a game she said a box would obviously be much better for the game for the girls for the family and obviously a a good for them she said look they're going to be the center of attention for a lot of people so that was a concern for her too and uh, she was talking about all this on the morning after podcast with kelly stafford and hank that uh, she does every week and she she also explained that just like any other mom who's trying to figure out all the logistics for an important family trip in this game in this case it's an NFL playoff game uh, at the time of the podcast earlier this week she said she didn't have a seat for the game but like you said Paul these seats do come to the players uh, for the teams but she needed to bring the girls and that's kind of a logistical uh, a nightmare there that she had to figure out and of course we know emotions are going to run high as this will be the first time Matthew will be playing at Ford Field since his trade request in January of 2021. Now, uh, Kelly Stafford became teary in this podcast when she talked about the years that she went to the stadium as the wife of a lion. She says they were all sweet memories, especially remembering the outpouring of love and support from fans in the city during some very tough times for the family. Kelly had battled, of course, a non-cancerous brain tumor in 2019. She successfully recovered. Matthew playing for the Lions for 12 seasons. Uh, 
during the podcast, she called Ford Field a truly special place, calling it home, in fact. She says she's had a lot of requests from family and friends for tickets. You can imagine that. She's also trying to organize dinners for friends and family while she's back here in Detroit. So you might be seeing her out somewhere uh, in town this weekend. And meanwhile, Paul Matthew, uh, she says, is completely focused on one thing. That's the game. And she says she works very hard as the mother of their four daughters to keep all this minutia off of his plate. She says this is her job is to take care of this stuff. Well, good for her. I mean, that's that sounds right. I know not everybody likes her Instagram posting, and I... The other day, our producer, Dave Rieger, said something. to I don't get involved in any of this. I mean, I was very supportive when she had a brain tumor. I've been very supportive of Matthew Stafford since I first met him or had contact with him, actually doing a project for kids uh, for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan many, many years ago that Dan Lepp had us do. Uh, but but as far as the sports things go, are there people that are upset she's as visible as she is on the internet, on Instagram, and all of that, what was the what was the problem, Dave Rieger? Well, you know, back when she when when Matthew was the quarterback here, she used to you know in her podcast talk about some stuff that maybe took place in the locker room that uh, maybe you know that you don't normally hear or you don't normally talk about. So it rubbed some people the wrong way um, that were fans of the Lions, and uh, but Matthew always you know, stood behind her. So, and it didn't seem to, you know, make him too upset that we, that we ever saw or ever heard of. What do you both think the reaction of the fans would be? I do know that there's a bar, at least one that said, don't even think about coming into our bar. If you're wearing an old Matthew Stafford, number nine lions Jersey. Yeah. Yes. So there's, yeah, there's a big brouhaha about that, and she posted about that as well, saying, well, uh, you know, ma- something to the effect of, you know, Matthew's a bigger person, and if people are going to be that way, well, then okay. Um, you know, yeah, she has said uh, she has said controversial or things that have rubbed fans the lo- wrong way in, in posts. Um, but most of her posting, I, I will stand up for this, most of her posting of, of her and the girls and how can you possibly be um, against, uh, you know, seeing great photos of a nice family. I mean, I think I, that I think the fans will give him a nice ovation if they if, when he comes out, if they if the Rams happen to, you know, if they announce it, he'll get a, a nice ovation to start. But then after that, yeah, that's he, he knows he knows that yeah, I he mean, knows he knows that. I mean, in fact, uh, we in loved fact, him, but now he's not a lion. In so. fact, uh, exactly. in fact, one of the in fact, uh, one of the Lions players said, you know, don't boo when they're up at the line. Boo when they're in the huddle. I mean, get loud <laughs> when they're in the huddle before they get to the line. <laughs> so I mean, this is I mean, Matt, Matt, Matthew Stafford knows the history here. I mean, this is the first playoff game since 1993. It's been 30 years um, since the Lions have had a home playoff game. So, well, Mike, Mike Tarico said to us, to you and me, this is the, well, he said it on the Today Show. Also, we'll have that audio coming up with Lomas Brown near the end of the program. Uh, this, is, this is the pick game, no question. This is the excitement. Uh, there's no bigger excitement than this game Sunday with our Lions and the Rams because of the whole Matthew Stafford story and more. Thanks to both of you for weighing in on this, Dave Rieger, our producer, and, of course, Marie Osborne, WJR Senior News Analyst. Coming up. Rod Alberts and a surprise announcement for many 
maybe even premature announcement that the auto show is moving back to January. We'll talk with Rod about that coming up next. Oh, I'm just watching on the news. Uh, this the, In Canada, they've gone off the deep end. They're nuts. Uh, they're saying now that if you use video, if you post a video of a porch pirate, somebody stealing things from your porch, you are invading their privacy. You are violating the suspect's privacy. Now, you know, in this world, we have to say suspect and allegedly. I'm sorry, I don't say it anymore when I watch it happen on camera. And I say, if somebody comes onto your porch and steals your stuff, they give up all rights for anonymity or anything else. They have invaded your property and stolen from you. The Canadians cannot be this crazy. I'm talking to you, Canada, and I know you hear me. Videos from the phone, from the uh, from the uh, uh, door, doorbell, those doorbell videos are violating a suspect's privacy if you post them and saying, hey, who is this? Help me catch this guy. Seriously? Unbelievable. Well, there are a lot of things that happen in this world anymore that are unbelievable. Uh, I moved to my dear friend Rod Alberts, who is the executive director, Detroit Auto Dealers Association, executive producer of the North American International Detroit Auto Show. And he had a big announcement coming up. And I'm sure he was going to get around to all the people that needed to know this in advance, people who are involved, like me, involved in the auto show. I always have always in the past, don't take it for granted, but I've always in the past uh, emceed uh, the charity preview. Uh, and so we get a little heads up on some of these things ahead of time so we can check our schedules and all of that. Well, that didn't happen this time. A newspaper uh, jumped the gun and uh, did a story that caught many people by surprise. So we wanted Rod to come on. I don't think Rod was uh, in that story. I don't think they quoted him or interviewed him. I'm not sure. But I, um, I wanted Rod to be able to come on and in his own words, even though it's been rushed a little bit, tell us what the new exciting plan is to move the show back to January. Good afternoon, Rod Alberts. Hi, Paul W. It's good to talk to you. Uh, uh, and, yes, we are excited about the uh Going to January, which, again, I've been doing the show for many, many years along with you. And, you know, with snow on a day like today, Charity Preview, it's kind of perfect night for Charity Preview then, right? We're kind of, that comes along with it. <laughs> many, but, uh, many you know, a year. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, we're excited about the move. And, uh, you know, the Dealer Association, which, which has raised money for charities over the, over the years, we're excited, again, going back to dates and uh, with a different look with the show of course because it's more experiential now and and but all the product and exciting uh, technologies that are out there will be a part of the show again but january is a good month to have it because it's a economic boost for the community and hotels and and the restaurants downtown it's a good thing well in fact uh, all-around good guy claude molinari the ceo of visit detroit chairman of the detroit regional convention facility authority says hey look you know he they oversee uh, huntington place uh, and they said, look, winter is a slower time in the convention business uh, with more local recreational vehicles, boat and auto shows. And they, they have no problem filling in the days in September or June or whatever. But they love to be able to get the hotels and restaurants benefiting from a January show. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, such a great thing. And Claude, you know, of course, when it was Kobo, Claude did uh, was director there. Right, he did a wonderful job, and now he's with the bureau. So it's it's great to have partners like Claude and others that we were calling in advance, of course, before the announcement was going to be made next week. But uh, we did get most of those out of the way, and that's a great thing that uh, that occurred before the the leak. But I'll tell you that that those partners like Claude. Have, are making a difference in helping us plan, just like they are the NFL draft. You have a, a team involved putting on shows and events and a community that it takes a village. Uh, but I think it's going to be a, a big uh, a boost for everybody downtown. Uh, when you talk to restaurants, they're excited about it. September was a good idea uh, at the time. It was after the pandemic or during that time. And it gave us a chance to experiment. But what we're learning is more competition of things to do in September with school starting and going up north football games now in January. It's a time for the community to come together after Christmas and really enjoy downtown. And uh, one thing about Detroit, we don't mind cold weather, so we, we take it on. You know, I just and I wanted you to come on uh, when I reached out to you after mm-hmm. seeing the story because I knew that there's something was uh, <clears throat> awry because I – you certainly would always give some of the main players a heads up before an announcement like this. So I just wanted, I wanted to hear from you and, sure. uh, and be able to explain to those people, uh, this was a little premature. You were planning on announcing it, I guess, next week. And uh, so here you are being able to announce that, in fact, the next North American International Auto Show will take place Friday, January 10th through Monday, January 20th, 2025 at Huntington Place with the charity mm-hmm. preview uh, going to be, well, when is the charity preview? Friday, January 10th. Okay, I see it here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. the public days will be January 11th through January 20th, <clears throat> concluding on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, media industry technology days expected to follow the pattern of years past, mm-hmm. which would be, what, January 8th and 9th? Well, we're, we're working on that right now. The, the, the tech days and all the things that go along with it will be, a part of the show, uh, deciding those dates, we have a year still to plan that part. But, for example, NACTOY and the media will probably have NACTOY on that Friday morning, which is exciting, again, for the Car and Truck and Utility Vehicle of the Year Award. So all yeah. that's part of the plan. But, you know, the, to the point uh, that you brought up earlier, there's so many partners that are involved. I mean, the state of Michigan, the city of Detroit, uh, uh, MEDC, the sponsors, and we're talking hundreds of people. And you, these are partners that are – that need to know in advance before you make announcements. They don't want to be blindsided. And, you know, it's un- it's unfortunate at times that when things leak out, I, it's it's too bad because there's a bigger picture involved. It's, yeah. about, you know, the charities and all the others that are that are part of it, part of this. And um, if people could just wait and understand, it's not a short one headline win that's important. It's the big picture of what it means for the community and create the messaging the right way. Well um, put, Rob. But that's the we- part, of the, part of the deal. Yep. We've got to run. I just want to say again, and I'll say it forever, without Rod Alberts, we wouldn't still have an auto show. They've dropped like flies all over the place. But Rod, Ed- Rod Alberts, the executive director of Detroit Auto Dealers Association, executive producer of the North American International Detroit Auto Show. We are so lucky to have him as we continue. So glad you're with us. You know, you can get us now in so many ways. It is because the future is now. Streaming is the future and streaming is now. Uh, stream us live at WJR.com, Alexa, or Google Home. Download the WJR app. That's a good place to start. And and be sure to go to thegreatvoice.com for podcasts. 
That means you can hear uh, various interviews from the various shows, as well as the entire show, in our case. I assume they do that for everybody. But our entire show, if you can't be here from noon to 2, Monday through Friday, I hope you'll listen on the podcast. It matters to us a lot. And our team is ready and working hard. Dave Rieger, Danielle Mason, uh, Rich Luzinski, uh, doing a, a, a great job for us. And uh, I suggest you stay tuned to WJR uh, over this weekend because, well, there's no business like snow business. Those people who have been praying for snow are going to have it, I guess. And uh, we'll just see how much. There have been uh, stormage all over the country affecting billions and billions of people. Well, actually just millions, but it, it's, mil- it's still millions Hundreds of millions, uh, but we have pretty much dodged the uh, the stormage. Uh, but I think that's uh, that's going to be changing. You have Monday off. We have Monday off as a holiday. But I'm working. I'm following what uh, Congressman John Lewis uh, called for a day on, not a day off. I think that makes good sense. I'll be paying tribute to Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on what will be his actual birthday. It doesn't always happen on his actual birthday because of that Monday holiday thing, but this really will be his birthday, and we will celebrate that. Uh, what else uh, should we bring up here that we should talk about, Mr. Rieger? Anything? Oh, I, I, I don't know if you have any more details. I touched on this the other day because I got it from my alumni letter, which, of course, I cannot find right now, but uh, that uh, there's going to be a parade and a celebration honoring the University of Michigan football championship. And uh, do you know, here's what I have from Kim Kozlowski of the Detroit News. A 4 p.m. parade is set to start at the U of M uh, President's House, the President's House, and will travel down State Street, ending at Schembechler Hall. Uh, fans should line South University Drive outside the President's House, west to the Student Union, and south down State Street to Schembechler Hall. Parade goers should use parking structures around campus, uh, including those on Thompson Street, Maynard, uh, Maynard, rather Thayer, and Forest Avenue. And then at 7 p.m., the Champion Circle Collective will host a celebration at Chrysler Arena, according to the university. Tickets will be offered first to donors and season ticket holders via email. Donors to Michigan Athletics with 500 or more priority points. Uh, this goes into the weeds here, but they'll be able to purchase tickets starting at 9 a.m. yesterday. Now, I, I don't get the emails because they send them all, everything from the alumni. I'm on a lifetime member. I paid all my dues, and they send it all to the wrong email address, and so I miss it all. Not that I was going to drive through the snow and make it up to Ann Arbor Saturday, but you never know. Um, No. No, now I know that won't be happening. Anyway, they've got a celebration, and I wanted to mention that. Anything else you know? Yeah, it says reserved seats, uh, $30 for the upper bowl at Chrysler, uh, $60 for the lower bowl. That's if you can buy the tickets. If they're If they're offering the tickets first Mm -hmm. to donors. Yeah. And says, uh, uh, you know, I've got enough points for, yeah. you know, ticket, that, uh, so, tickets, ticket information. Let's see. Uh, eligible season ticket holders and donors um, with priority. Yeah. So. That's it. We, yeah. I mean, we don't have uh, But to listen, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a nice little parade there for the uh, for the national champions. So very cool. As well, it should be. Yeah.
Should be a lot of fun. Coming up, uh, Ken uh, Calvary will be here, the outside guy. Uh, Because of the freezing temperatures and heavy snowfall, uh, there's some things he is suggesting that we take a look at. Yeah, and Um, then make uh, sure you make sure you talk to about ice dams. That's always a big one. I'll make a note. See, because you used to work with the great one, that would come to your mind right away. Oh yeah, ice dams. I just put a note so I don't forget. Uh, then Lomas Brown at about to one thirty ish, co-host of WJR Sports Rap, color commentator for the Detroit Lions. He's all excited, ready to go, pumped. Whoop. Remind me, don't let me forget about the Mike Tarico thing I sent to you because we want to yep. get that audio uh, on the air. Because, well, you know, it's nothing wrong with playing it now, too, is there? Uh, no, we have it ready. Let's do it because Mike Tarico, the goat, one of the finest sportscasters ever. And he's still young and going to be doing this, God willing, for a lot more years. Uh, said this, uh, he's been communicating with Dave and I, but he said this on uh, the Today Show this early this morning. And then I get to go to where I live in Michigan to watch the Detroit Lions play a home playoff game for the first time in three decades. Wow. And the guy coming in to play them is Matthew Stafford, who was the quarterback for 12 years, who asked for a trade, got a trade. All the Detroit fans supported him when he played in the Super Bowl, and he led the Rams to the Super Bowl 56 title. Now he comes back to play his old team. It's going to be one of the best settings and scenes that we've ever seen for a sporting event in the NFL playoffs. So I can't wait to get back home for that on Sunday. I mean, that's a big deal for him, for Mike Tirico, to say this is going to be one of the best settings ever. For a playoff game, and that's our that's our team. Our Lions are a part of that. And if it takes Matthew Stafford coming back to get that kind of attention, so be it. And I hope that people will welcome Matthew at the beginning of the game with uh, the warmth that I think they will. But once the game begins, he's the enemy. And I think people will understand that. Certainly Matthew will get it. Don't you think, David? Oh, yeah. He he knows, but but uh, he's ready, though. I, I guarantee you that. He's ready. And I will say this. Watching uh, all the national people, um, most of them are picking the Rams on this for this game. Well, turn your mic on, uh, Danielle, if you're going to protest that. I want to hear it. Are you, are you, are you protesting that to yeah. call? I am. I'm upset with that. So I said, oh, no. <laughs> well, I, I heard some noise, and I knew that it had to be you. It had <laughs> to be you. Um, so uh, not to worry. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm afraid to ask. Rigger's going to tell you me want, the truth. Well, if you want my opinion, and this is just my personal I know, opinion. This is not what you're hoping for. This is your not, opinion. It's not what I'm hoping for. It's just my opinion. Yeah. I think the Rams win the game on Sunday night. Danielle, if if you would, just turn his mic off for the rest of the show. All right, done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. He's he's my producer. He's my friend. He does a fine job with his job. But, you know, he's just telling what he sees as the truth. Yeah. Well, his truth is a little weird. Well, if he sees Matthew Stafford out on the road, I just want to warn Matthew that, in fact, this guy following behind you 
may follow you wherever you go, honking. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that. They follow him around honking his horn at you. <laughs> Matthew, just keep driving. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, I haven't been able to use that in a while. That would seem to be a perfect usage. Uh, it's like you've been waiting, uh, you know, since like the end sleepless. of last year to, to, <laughs> to bring this back up. I'm happy. I'm sleepless. All right. Uh, very quick note, because I just got this word from uh, Charlie Crawl, the family that started Cruise and Tour, and they're the people that handle all of our trips, all the different uh, hosts that have taken our WJR listeners on trips and and Kim and I are taking one in February, and not to worry those of us on that ship in February when the big game is on, we've been assured by Regent Cruise Lines they're going to play the big game all over the ship. So that's good news. Secondly, um, our big uh, trip in August, August 17th through the 31st, Charlie said that uh, the the people uh, like us so much from Seabourn and the beautiful ship Seabourn Quest, Seabourn's a fabulous cruise line also, uh, just like Regent is, but Seabourn is, is fabulous. It's our dream vacation number, I don't know what, Canada and New England, and we fly an easy, simple, safe flight to Montreal, spend a few days there, stay in that beautiful Fairmont, the Queen Elizabeth Hotel in Montreal, get on the Seabourn Quest and go all over the place, including uh, several days at sea. We'll go to Quebec City, Charlotte, uh, Prince Edward Island, Halifax, Nova Scotia. These are just some of the places, Boston, Newport, Rhode Island, and then we end up in New York City, and then we uh, we fly home. But uh, it's going to be a fabulous trip, and we were just allotted two more uh, rooms. And, it, you know, the economy class round trip airfare from Detroit is included, premium hotel accommodations in Montreal, 12 nights aboard Seabourn's all-inclusive luxury cruising on board the Quest, all ground transportation, expert English-speaking guides, 38 meals, 14 breakfasts, 11 lunches, 13 dinners, Gratuities for cruise staff and drivers and local guides aboard, on board the Seabourn Quest, complimentary Wi-Fi on board, all meals on board, an open premium bar and all bars, lounges, restaurants, wines with uh, lunch and dinner, soft drinks, juices, bottled water. It's all great. It's it's the complete services of cruise and tour, including a tour director. Kim and I would like you to join us. Uh, this is a newfound uh, wealth here. Two more rooms have been made available to us. Two more cabins. They're all suites. Don't miss out on this, this uh, excellent second chance. Call Cruise and Tour right now while you're thinking of it, 800-383-3131. 800-383-3131, Cruise and Tour. And join us August 17th through the 31st on Kim and Paul's Canada and New England cruise on the Seabourn Quest. 800-383-3131. We continue on WJR, information you need for your house during the freezing temperatures and the snow ahead of us. Stay with us. I hope your Friday's going well and you have a great weekend. All things considered, be prepared for the weather. Uh, inside and out, it's really important to be prepared. And on the weekend, I depend on the inside-outside guys, Chuck Bridenstein uh, inside and uh, Ken Calvary outside. Uh, heard Saturdays and Sundays from 10 a.m. till 12 noon right here on WJR. And uh, we know that the winter weather can negatively affect our home. Uh, freezing pipes, roof leaks, and and so much more. Uh, freezing temperatures, heavy snowfall can take a toll on our home. 
And so we understand that winter weather, unfortunately, has the potential to lead to costly repairs. We've got good news, though. There are things you can do. And better news that we have the experts that can help you, like the Inside Outside guys. And for that matter, Ken Calverly joins us, the outside guy. Kenny, a happy Friday. Good afternoon, Paul W., and uh, happy 2024 to you, sir. And go blue. Go blue is right, and go Lions this weekend. It's all good. Amen to that. Yeah, all good. going great. <laughs> Hopefully this weather coming doesn't affect the game too much, but uh, nothing that we can't handle that we haven't seen thousands of times in this area. Right, years. right. You're absolutely right. We have some some common concerns, home repairs, that we uh, typically try to get done before snowstorms, but better late than never. Uh, let's talk about some of the, maybe the four or five primary concerns that you have as a professional. Sure, sure. Well, it always starts. Two most important parts of the home are the roof and the foundation. And the leaks always start in one of those two places. And if you neglect the roof, you could cause leaks there and in the foundation. So what we want people to do now is just make sure that the gutters are properly draining. You know, the the ground's very wet. We're going to get some more rain supposedly before the snow hits. Hmm. If you can get that moisture away from the house and let it properly drain, you're going to greatly reduce um, potential damage in your roof, in your gutter systems, your fascia, a lot of that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, Paul, homeowners, they see this stuff and they neglect it, and it needs to be taken care of. Well, i got to tell you, um, I've tried not to neglect it, especially now that I'm a spokesperson for Victor, Victor's Home Solutions. I right. Believe me, I'm all over my roof. People stop me in the street and say, you really love your roof, don't you? Well, yes, I do. Um, but the, the fact is, um, it's hard sometimes to make the move. We see something roof that might be leaking, or we say that doesn't look good. And all we worry about is the cost. But what we have to realize, the cost will be much higher if we leave it alone and not fix it. Oh, Paul, you're so right. And I can talk about literally thousands of that kind of stuff I've seen over the years that if somebody in a lot of cases, Paul, would have spent $5 on a tube of caulk. They could have saved thousands of dollars worth of damage. You know, as homeowners, it's the biggest investment we're ever going to make, and we need to take walks around our house with cameras, with binoculars, and pay attention to the little things. you get got one little opening, let's say, and you're flashing behind your chimney, and you let that go. I mean, we're not only talking water damage. We're talking mold. Then mold yeah. spreads. Wow. And you talk about spending money, yeah, have a mold issue and see what happens. You uh, you talk, too, on the Inside Outside guys, uh, Saturdays and Sundays from 10 till noon right here on WJR, that you want to avoid chipped windows and drafts. I, You know, I'm I'm just trying to think of, I, ha- I might have a chipped window in the basement, but I, I, I haven't really seen too many chipped windows otherwise. Yeah, me neither, not in this area. And we do have window repair companies that we can uh, send people to if they have a problem with just the window. But, you know, some people will sit there on a windy day, which we're about to have bad, and take a look at your curtains. Do they move? If they move, that's an issue. (laughs) And not move from the furnace, uh, you know, furnace blowing on it. We're talking moving from the outside air. (laughs) And I know you've got a draft if your curtains are moving and nothing. Oh, my goodness, that's... Everyone should get walk the... around and make sure every one of their windows are locked tight. That's very important. That's a good one. Be, uh, being aware of the flood potential at your home is something that you really want to 
pay attention to as well. Every homeowner should know where their sump pump discharges. And a lot of times we get emails where people sump pump, sump pump where it discharges has frozen and literally burst the sump pump pipe in the basement. Hey. And a lot of times those are located in the utility room with all the electrical. So, yeah, make sure keep a good eye on your sump pump this time of year. Very are you are you a big believer in the, like gutter guards? And I that may be a brand name. I don't mean to use a brand name, but the thing you know, the little mesh thing that goes over your gutters to keep them clean. You know, I heard something years ago that made a lot of sense. That I've never heard of a filter that didn't need to be cleaned. So we like a leaf protection if you need it. If you have a lot of trees around your house growing over top of your house, yes, get a leaf protection. But if you don't have a lot of leaves around and your gutters don't get filled up, there's no need for it, and we don't like the ones with the fine mesh. We really don't like those because I've seen too many times where they get plugged up with algae and all sorts of mold and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's not good. But I, I do see sometimes no. where my gutters are, I see a, like a waterfall in a very heavy rain, um, which means that the the water's going right over the top of the gutters. Right. which means the gutters are jammed with stuff and I'm not I and I'm not suggesting any of my listeners get up on another ladder ever again the rest of their lives. I think that there should be an age limit on ladders and I'm not talking about being too young. I'm talking about being too old because I've heard of too many friends falling off those damn ladders trying to do stuff around their house they should have hired somebody to do. Well, uh, Paul, if you remember a couple, I think it was last summer, we were at one of Victor's roof giveaways with a gentleman in Clinton Township who fell off a ladder and was in a wheelchair. That's right. So you're, you're that's absolutely right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, but you know uh, what? People, go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. No, you, well, I, I just don't want us to forget about frozen pipes. And what, what are we supposed to do? Well, exterior walls, everybody. You know, we're going to get some real extreme weather coming up. So go to the exterior walls in your basement and, and feel around them where the, where the roof actually sits on your foundation or your basement, the bond plate area. There should be insulation in there. The pipes that are downstairs should have an insulation on them. Um, there's just so many small things. Go to an outside electrical outlet or switch plate. Put your hand up against it. If you feel cold air coming in, then you need to go get a gasket. Local Ace Hardware costs 10 bucks. And it'll save you money in the long run. Wow. Oh, uh, uh, Dave Rigger wanted me to ask you about ice dams. Oh, those darn dams. Um, <laughs> those darn dams. <laughs> most, some of those are unpreventable, Paul. Um, I have a home that gets that has a valley, and then it has a dormer right next to it. Gets very little sun, and I get an ice dam in extreme weather. If you get an ice dam, use a sock, tie a string to it. Fill it full of an ice melter like magnesium chloride and then throw it so it lays over top of the dam so it will melt a channel for the ice to melt. If you don't do that, that water could come back into your house and cause all that damage we were just talking about. Yeah, but be careful with that. Honey, have you seen my other sock? I'd be very, I'd be very careful <laughs> well, which socks you use. Nylon. Use your wife's <laughs> nylon. Oh, great. Oh, man. All right. Well, I think you just dated yourself and me, too. Uh, pre appreciate your help always. And it's always there for us, Saturdays and Sundays from 10 to noon. The Inside Outside guys, Chuck Bridenstein, the, the, Chuck is the inside guy. And our guest today, again, Ken Calvary, the outside guy. Thanks, man. Go Blue. Thank go you, Lions. Out there. All Thank right. You, See you later. As we continue on News Talk 760 WJR. With Mr. Lomas Brown. Stay with us.
I, I'm very fortunate doing what I do and have, I've done it for 55, 56 years now, and I love it, always have, because I get to do things and meet people maybe I wouldn't normally meet. It goes for like, uh, I shouldn't start to try to name some, but I think because we just thought of and talked to John Wengler uh, at Michigan, or this goes way back, Doug English with the Lions, Ron Kramer, God bless him, may he rest in okay. peace. But well, I'll tell you a guy who is every bit as nice as all of those guys, and we're closer to because of our relationship here on the radio station, Lomas Brown, the co-host of WJR Sports Wrap and color commentator for the Detroit Lions, is on the other end of our line right now. Lomas, I don't know if you heard my opening, but I put you right up there with the John Wanglers, the Doug Englishes, the Ron Kramers, <laughs> all those guys. You might know, you knew some of those guys. I- Absolutely, man. Those are some great names, some legendary players, man. Yeah. So I, I, I feel honored to be in the the same name for you to call me in the same name as those guys. I feel honored. <laughs> well, it's, it's the least I can do, Lomas Brown. You are an all-round great person, and I, I respect you, and I appreciate our friendship. And I appreciate, too, uh, Rachel Stewart from Gardner White, because we don't have to wait till Sunday to have a celebration. <laughs> In fact, tonight from five till seven, there's going to be a celebration that our listeners can join you at absolutely free. Yes, uh, we're going to be at the Gardner White on Hall Road from five to seven p.m. We'll actually be doing the show sports wrap from there. Um, I'm going to have some of my teammates, Herman Moore, Corey Schlesinger, Eddie Murray, Tim Walton. So I'll have those guys coming. We're going to have a great time. We're going to wear our jerseys. We're going to tailgate. We're going to get ready for Sunday, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure if if asked, uh, all you guys would be more than happy to provide an uh, uh, autograph on on various items. And uh, that's just going to make it extra special and uh, Rachel tells me they're going to offer an additional 30% off the sales price during this event from 5 till 7 tonight with Sports Wrap Live there from 6 to 7. Uh, and uh, there'll be some of those Detroit favorite eats, including hot dogs, chips, and soda. We call it pop. Uh, and if you need more information, <laughs> you can go You can go to GardnerWhite.com, GardnerWhite.com, this great family-owned and operated business for 112 years across four generations. And now this big event tonight, 5 till 7, Gardner White at 14,055 Hall Road in Shelby Township. This can be a great thing. I know you're excited about it because you always love meeting your fans and your listeners. And uh, this will be a night to do that. Absolutely. And it's great, man. I mean, the enthusiasm of this city, of this state behind not only the Lions, but what the University of Michigan did, bringing home the national championship. Woo-hoo! Football, yeah, man. And, and then Southfield winning the state championship. Football Woo-hoo! is just at a ho- all high around here. Hopefully we'll keep it going on Sunday night when the Lions take care of business. But it will be great to see our fans. Come on out and interact with us, man. We can't wait to see you guys out there. How is Lomas Brown feeling about Sunday's game? So Lomas Brown has a little nervous energy. He really does. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little nervous 
Didn't want to see Matthew Stafford because he's been playing well. But I feel confident in our guys. I do. I really do. Dan Campbell, uh, the rest of the coaching staff, uh, the guys in that locker room. I feel confident that they can get it done against Stafford. It's going to be a hard-fought contest, but hopefully in the end we'll be standing tall. Well, listen, Lomas, you brought up University of Michigan and uh, Jim Harbaugh, and what a great, great outcome after a lot of work. Um, I was nervous. I admit it on the air. I was nervous before. I was nervous before Alabama, and I was nervous before Washington, and it still turned out fine. So it's just fine that you're nervous before the Rams. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad this nervous energy is going to turn into something positive for us. But I do. I have trust in those guys, and I think they're ready. I think they're ready for this stage. And you know what? I think the nation's ready for us. I think they're ready to see us bust out and really, really show people what we can do here as the Detroit Lions. I I think you're absolutely right. I really believe that there are a heck of a lot of people who haven't paid too much attention to the Lions over the years who are laser-focused now and would feel, if their own team isn't up for the uh, the chance, they would feel very good about the Lions accomplishing this. Absolutely. I mean, again, they showed it all year long. They've gone up against some tough teams all year long. Even after losses, they seem to have bounced back and won games. Uh, the stage doesn't seem to be too big for those guys, even though we have a, a lot of young guys on our team, a lot of young guys that are making impactful plays on our team. But the stage doesn't seem to be too big for those guys. So I don't expect Sunday night to be any different for them. And I know one thing. I know the 12th man's going to be there, and that's our <laughs> crowd. They, they show yeah. up and they show out. And and some of them are going to beat the snow, and if they don't have a ticket for the game Sunday, they don't need a ticket to join you tonight from 5 till 7 p.m. at Gardner-White, 14,055 Hole Road in Shelby Township. Lomas Brown and some of his pals will be there from 5 to 7 at that Gardner-White Shelby Township Hole Road store. And... From 6 to 7, they'll be doing Sports Wrap Live. And you can be there, and you can be a part of it with uh, Lomas, the legendary Lomas Brown, and many of his football friends. What a wonderful opportunity. And I want to thank Rachel Stewart again from the four generations of family of Gardner-White for making this possible free to our WJR listeners tonight from 5 till 7. Any last thoughts, Lomas? Yeah, hey, look. A very, very exciting weekend coming up. I think our Lions are going to do something that hadn't been done here in 30-some-odd years, and that's win a playoff game and get to the next level. So I'm so excited about what the possibilities of what's going to be after Sunday. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> God bless you, Lomas. Thank you. You take care of yourself, okay? I will, and you have fun tonight. The legendary Lomas Brown here with Paul W. Smith on WJR. (laughs) Now, Movie Show Plus presents This Weekend at the Movies with Greg Russell. Sponsored in part by Wiggly's Famous Eastern Market Corned Beef. 
Now, with the best viewing in the stream and on the screen, here are Paul W. Smith and Greg Russell. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! It's Friday! All right, well, uh, the temperatures are dropping quick, so stop in the D Motown Deli and warm up with a hot, delicious Wiggly's corned beef sandwich. The D Motown Deli. At 3750 Gratiot, near Mount Elliot, home of the one-pound Wiggly Monster. Find them on Instagram at Demotown Deli. Demotown Deli. And by the way, we do have indeed the movie meister, Greg Russell of Movie Show Plus. And we have a couple of movies, um, one at home, one in the theater, with that fresh popped popcorn from Imagine Theater. One thing you're not going to see in the theater, sadly is Imagine Theater was asked by the NFL to cancel their plan to play the Lions-Rams playoff game and have a viewing party uh, at all the Imagine Theaters. And it was free to get into. But the NHL has requested they not do that. So they're not going to do it, sadly. Uh. A lot of people were looking forward to that big screen to watch the game, but... Don't blame Imagine, it's the NFL. All right, here we go. Movie in the theater is called The Beekeeper. What can you tell us about it? It is a high-action movie starring the guy who now, I guess, is the king of high-action, Jason Statham. Uh, what this one deals with, he is retired from some, you know, like espionage government group. He is a beekeeper. He works out on a farm that's owned by... Um, Oh, I'm just going to call her Claire Huxtable, but the actress, you know, who played Mrs. Huxtable on the Cosby show. Yeah, Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad. <laughs> there you go. There you go. See he's a young, he's a young whippersnapper. You expect him to and, still have that part of his brain working. That's right. It's weird. Mrs. Cleaver from Leave It Now. But yeah, so <laughs> what happens is a friend of his gets caught by one of these scams. You know the ones, Paul W., where they call up telling you, oh, your protection on your computer has just run out. You need yeah. to get back in touch with us to pay more. And you never bought it in the first place. Right. Well, his friend bought it, and next thing you know, gets scammed for like $2.5 million. No! So, yeah. And this is a regular person. So, you know, not like it's, you know, the general manager of, uh, of an automobile company, but this is like a regular person. So Jason decides to come out of retirement. And become a beekeeper in another way. I guess that was also the name of their group, the beekeepers. And he goes after these people with full force. And I got to tell you, if you like action, you'll really get a kick out of this one. I love it. I love action. Let's, Let's listen to the cut we have from the beekeeper in theaters now. You're a blessing, Mr. Clay. This place was crabgrass and weeds and you brought it back to life. Mrs. Parker and I were friends. She was the only person who ever took care of me. I just got a message saying that there's a problem with my computer. Yes, ma'am, we got this. Yesterday, she shot herself. This is private property. Do you know what they do here? Scamming the weakest in our society? Buddy, I'm counting to three. One, two, three. There, I did it for you. You're telling me one man did this. The only thing you know is he's a beekeeper. A beekeeper, a beekeeper? Well, that's not good. Beekeepers is a special program outside the chain of command. I protect the hive. When the system is out of balance, 
I corrected. We have laws for these things. Until they fail, then you have me. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That's my kind of movie. That, you know what? Somebody going up against the scammers and winning? Oh, was the timing yeah. just right for this, huh? That That's for sure. And you do. You look at it and... Because I hate to say it, I've known some people, not obviously for $2 million, but who have been scammed. And it is great to see somebody, right, go after them and take care of business. I love it. What are we giving it? How many Wiggly's corned beef sandwiches? Out of our four, and since it's a type of weekend where, yeah, you want to be inside something watching a movie, we'll give it a four because it's fun. Also, that other great voice, that other great voice you heard there uh, in our piece was Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons could read the telephone book, and I'd go pay him, you know, <laughs> or listen to it, just because he's got that great voice. For Wiggly's, for the beekeeper, I can't wait to see it. Now let's hear Lift, the movie on Netflix. Can I get you a drink, Gabby? Agent Gladwell. Am I in trouble? You and your friends are looking at identity fraud, money laundering, and transportation of stolen property. But I'm here to offer you a deal. We need you to steal something. <laughs> okay, guys, listen up. Our next score is going to be our biggest yet. Nice. <laughs> Half a billion in gold is on its way to a terrorist cell. And the gold needs to disappear. What's your plan? <laughs> we got to steal it mid-flight. 40,000 feet in the air. We're taking the plane, the whole plane. It's kind of hard to take half a plane. <laughs> I tell you, I, I saw the promo for that. I didn't re- remember it being called Lyft, but uh, that looks pretty good, too. It, it is, and especially for like a weekend like this one, you know, where we're anticipating a lot of bad weather that may keep you in the house. And they just explained the whole movie really in that clip where he and his group have to get together to extract a half a billion dollars from this one plane, but they can only do it in flight. So that's the main thing there about how they're going to get that money from one plane to another to prevent a terrorist attack. I love it that they're stealing the gold from the terrorists. Another winner. Yeah. Yeah, right. It is. And that was the terrorist group that was going to fund people getting ripped off over their phones. So see, both movies connect. I love that. How many sandwiches? (laughs) This one, yeah, a nice three. I mean, Kevin Hart, even though this is more of a comedy action movie, the comedy, of course, with him is always good, but the action is also fun as well. That's excellent. And you can go and pick up your uh, delicious Wiggly's corned beef sandwich at D Motown Deli. And uh, I forgot to ask Dave Rieger, because he saw The Beekeeper. Uh, you agree for oh, four sandwiches? Great. Yeah, it was a great movie. It was, uh, it was all just all action. And, yeah, anytime you're going to go and scam Mrs. Hoxtable, you need to pay. <laughs> All right. A little music. We're on the way out, and we thank you, Greg Russell of Movie Show Plus, as always, Dave Rieger, too. And uh, and thanks to everyone on the team, the team, the team. Dave Rieger, Danielle Mason, Rich Luzinski, Marie Osborne, Ann Thomas, and Kim Smith, especially for all the support always. And to you, the best and brightest audience in all of radio. Don't forget to stream us live on WJR.com, Alexa, Google Home. Download the WJR app. Go to thegreatvoice.com for the podcasts of the interviews and the whole show. And again, thank you to the team, the team, the team. 
Stand by for news and all the great programming all weekend long here on WJR, including what's up next, JR Afternoon with the one and only Chris Renwick. You're on your way to making each and every day count each day being a gift. Be careful in the slippery, slidey conditions. Go Lions! Regards, Paul W. Smith.